0: the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Sheila Clefgorn. Sheila, you are the founder and CEO of KEO Marketing, and you are a fractional CMO. Thank you so much, Sheila, for joining us. By the way, your website is keomarketing.com. Sheila, thank you for being here.
1: Thanks, Josh. I'm excited to be here.
0: All right. Please give us an overview of your work and uh, tell us what a fractional CMO does.
1: Sure. Well, I'm excited to be with you and talk to your listeners. I know they're pretty savvy people, uh running businesses out yeah. there making a huge difference, and what we do is we help them do that. So, I am a fractional CMO, which means a part-time chief marketing officer for mid-market, meaning 5 to 50 million dollar B2B companies, companies who sell to other companies. And we've innovated on this model for 22 years. I serve as the fractional senior marketer on the team, part of our clients' executive teams. And my team here at the agency serves as an outsourced marketing department to augment whatever resources the company has. And the reason that it's so powerful now, especially where we are with COVID and all of that, is that Marketing is more sophisticated than ever. Achieving standout marketing and sales results requires specialists, specialists with lots of experience, and that's expensive. Mm. So for more than 20 years, I've served as an outsourced chief marketing officer. And with my team, we help companies scale faster. We're perfect Mm. for companies who are cost conscious and who need to really hit above their weight because they're competing with larger companies. We do a ton of work in the tech space, in construction, in human resources, companies who are really innovating and helping other companies do better, but they, they've they got a great solution and, and they maybe can't afford a full-time CMO or a full-time team of specialists. With this, you can get a, a, all of that part-time for about the same cost as hiring a VP of marketing.
0: And talk about Sheila the advantages to bringing in a VCMO uh, versus just hiring a marketing agency. That like, okay, well, we're just going to run your paid ads, and I mean, I mean we'll check the conversion points and make sure it's performing. Um, okay. I think there may be a lot of familiarity with that, but I think it's important for um, you know for business leaders to know when would it be appropriate to start bringing in. That level of competency and that level of marketing leadership, as opposed to just bringing in, you know, practitioners. Well, we know how to run ads. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Well, there's a disconnect that happens when you just bring in an agency. It means that the CEO or the president or some senior person really has to do that communication between the company and the agency. When you bring in a fractional CMO, they actually serve on the leadership team, do that translation for you. I often work with the head of sales directly, the head of product development directly, the head of um, customer relations or or client services directly. And so the CEO doesn't have to be involved in all those communications every week to make sure that the strategy gets implemented. So it frees up the CEO or the founder to do what they do best and they can have that in-house leadership at the same time that they get the support of the team.
0: Yeah. Think about how great that would be to be able to have that level of leadership because i i think you know one of the stresses especially for founders who you know they created the company they've been growing the company they've gotten up to a certain point or you know maybe you know they've attracted um you know they've they've attracted some investment capital and 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 now we expect that every founder is going to have that skill set or or the founder may feel like it's their responsibility to make some of those big marketing decisions and it's like how long have you been you know a you know an executive level marketer and and in most cases i think it's it's just kind of a part-time endeavor for most of us like we've we've learned through the school of hard knocks, how to get our word out. And I don't, you know, I mean, we're just kind of guessing in terms of like, if it's effective. So not only that, Sheila, but I'm, I'm thinking about the fact that, um, you know, where is it that most founders get their marketing skills? And maybe it's listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos, reading books,
1: that is and they so, don't think it it from their that years they're in a ceo group or something yes. like that and they get ideas and they try lots of things but it's not part of an, a coherent strategy that has been tested and proven so that's mm. what I do I bring 20 actually almost 30 years of experience to these kinds of decisions we've done this many times before and so by being able to leverage a current, and tested strategy, these founders can have more confidence that it's going to work and that they're not going to have to be involved in every single detail. And it's going to help their company scale faster. It's going to give them better results for their marketing investment. And they're not going to be you know, playing around, trying lots of things, working with a couple of generalist marketers, which is usually what they can afford, uh, and having mixed results.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, if we're just siloing that activity, we don't have the, if you're living this and you have for 20 plus years. You know, I always argue that, I mean, activity knowledge is just so much more powerful than learned knowledge. Learn the thing. okay? we'll try it. And in most cases, you know, if we're just learning it, that's that's a one to many. And the principles are probably pretty good. But then there's the application and the application is where it's, you know, you, Sheila, would have the experience to know which flips, which switches to flip in which order, at what timing, and for what purposes, and what to do when something goes sideways, and be able to respond much more quickly because you have the foresight to say, yep, been down this road before. Let me mm-hmm. tell you how we address that. And whereas a CEO would be like, oh, now we see, you know, they weren't necessarily paying attention to the, the immediate indicators. Now we just know there's a major problem. And then mm-hmm. now we're, you know, responsively you know reacting to an issue as opposed to you know again working with someone like yourself who has that experience man i, I feel like you got to put me on the sales team here <laughs> exactly. just, i'm You're a huge fan
1: <laughs> yeah um, and, and you really hit on, on the major points why so many CEOs and founders really appreciate this model and 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 you know building a company is tough and for many of these founders it's their first time or the first couple times and they've tried some stuff and it hasn't worked. And so they're a little bit jaded. This is a way to improve their confidence in the results. And more importantly, to get a program moving much, much more quickly. And so that's what happened when COVID hit. So we, have, uh, we take on a limited number of clients at any one time. One of our clients was a national or is a national uh, commercial cleaning company has franchises all over the country. And most of their business was in, guess what? Education. So a huge part of their business fell off because schools were closed. And so we were able to completely reposition them, relaunch a new website, relaunch new messaging, get salespeople trained and pivot their focus from education to transportation and logistics within 60 days that would be very, very yeah. tough to do without a team that's already done it before and knows how to move very quickly.
0: Yeah. And, and you know, in terms of Sheila, you know, having, you know, we obviously we want to have the operating capital in order to be able to, you know, work with that level of talent. But, it, you know, I'm just trying to think of like, you know, what might be some indicators that it's time to bring in a VCMO?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I think if you're seeing that your company is struggling to compete with either faster or bigger competitors, that maybe you were a sleeping giant and now you feel like you've got a ton of competition and you need to differentiate yourself. Or if your the methods that you've been using just aren't working, then it's time to at least get an audit. So for example, we offer a complimentary marketing audit. It's a Three to $5,000 report that most agencies would charge for. We do it for free. Um, and we do that to give you a roadmap that you can use, whether you hire us or not. Mm-hmm. It would give you the roadmap for what you need to do. Some companies take that and then they try to implement it themselves. They usually sure. come back to us because they find out that yeah. doing all of this is more complicated and sophisticated than they thought. But it also helps clarify up front before they pay any money at all, what's going to be required to help them achieve their goals. And so there are lots of agencies who can do creative things or can run ads and things like that. But marketing is a bigger enchilada than that. You've got to have a strategy for how to reach your target prospects in all your areas. A lot of companies don't even know who it is they should be reaching. They're like, we serve all of whatever this audience is. Well, you're not going to grow successfully trying to spread your limited dollars, trying to reach everyone. So we do an exercise where we help companies identify their dream clients. Who are the clients or customers that deliver you 80% of your revenue? We can double or triple the revenue of your company if we focus on the 80% or the 20% of of your clients who deliver 80% of the revenue. And we can scale faster by making you more relevant to them. So you know this, Josh. I know you're a big fan of contributing at a very high high level. You understand that marketing takes time if you do it right. But if you do it right with the right people, you're Mm going to be much, much more successful.
0: Yeah. And I would love your insight. You know, if if I were to ask you for, you know, kind of a state of the union for uh, B2B marketing in the year 2022, what, or, you know, beyond, right? If you were to look in your crystal ball and you were to say, you know, if I were a forward thinking company, I would really look at X or I'd really be paying attention to X. What,
1: What are those things? So I'd recommend two things. Um, and I just wrote an article for Forbes about this. Um, one of the things is about personalization. So in the B2C space, any retail clothing company, um, any kind of, uh, online website is moving towards personalization where when you get there, they're going to remember what you bought the last time and make suggestions. They're going to Leverage your reviews to give you recommendations. That's something that's been going on for a few years in the B2C space, but now it's also starting to hit B2B. So that when you go to a website, you want to see content that reflects that they know who you are, what your job title is, what kind of company you're from, those kinds of things. That's really important. And then the second thing that I recommend that folks look at is artificial intelligence. So every single piece of software that you buy today to help your marketing or sales has some level of AI in it. Either it's going to help find, if it's your CRM, it's going to reach out and find for your contacts, what are they talking about online? What are they looking at? uh, Buyer intent? What are they searching for? Things like that. You can leverage that AI to to arm your salespeople with better information so that they can take it and have better conversations. And it's extending into a lot of different areas, but that's just one example of how AI is going to make a big impact this year.
0: Yeah, yeah. What happens in an You said that you provide, um, not audits, but uh, what did you call them? Um, yeah, it's
1: a marketing audit.
0: Yeah, marketing audit, yeah.
1: Uh-huh. What, what
0: happens in a marketing audit?
1: So uh, somebody who's interested would fill out a 13-question survey plus some mm-hmm. contact information and give us some information about how their sales process works, who do they reach, who who do they have right now that they'd like to have more of, uh, what kinds of online advertising or offline advertising have they done before, just kind of a lay of the land. And then we'll go out and do an audit. We'll identify what is their online footprint right now, Mm -hmm. where are some opportunities for some quick wins, and ultimately, what's the kind of marketing program that they should have in order to be successful. So it's, it's really a roadmap that they can use. Some companies, like I say, try to implement it themselves. Uh, most come back to us and say, you know, this was incredibly well thought out. We'd like some help implementing it. And, and that can look different for every company. You know, I'm not the fractional CMO for all of our clients, but I am for many. Um, and our team doesn't provide all the marketing services. We wrap around whatever marketing resources they already have in their company.
0: Yeah, awesome. All right. So, uh Sheila Clefcorn, again, your website is keomarketing.com. Um when you're on that website, uh man, I I would I mean if you're even remotely interested, I would grab that request marketing audit uh, there's a button right on the, uh, front page for that. Um, I'd love an audit, (laughs) you know, cause I think we're doing some things really well. And, you know, I'm sure that there's a lot of missed opportunities that, you know, I just don't, I don't know what to ask. Like, you know, I hear a lot of ideas out there, but, you know, it's always refreshing to just, you know, break bread with someone and, you know, share wisdom back and forth. I mean, that's, uh, it really sounds great. So again, keomarketing.com. Anything else in terms of like where people might want to engage, you know, if there's any kind of pillar content that you'd recommend, you know, that sort of thing?
1: Sure. Thank you for asking, Josh. So you can go to keomarketing.com, go to services, and then just choose fractional CMO. And there's an overview of the program, makes it really easy to understand. You can also find me on LinkedIn, Sheila Clefcorn. Um, I'm the only one with that name, so it's easy to find. And, uh, you know, we also have content out there in other podcasts and blogs and things like that. We are really focused on contributing to B2B mar- marketing and B2B teams who want to scale faster. We only take on a limited number of clients, the ones that we truly feel like we can hit it out of the ballpark for. And for that reason, Almost all of our clients have been with us two, three, five, ten years because we build a system that works day in, day out um, that can deliver leads to fill a sales pipeline.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Awesome. All right, Sheila and thank you so much for joining us. and again, your website is keomarketing.com. Thank you, Sheila.
1: Thank you, Josh. Really appreciate the time. It was great to talk to you.